This is Mark Sevy with PlotPoints.com. That's the website. We're PlotPoints Podcast, and I am here with a really uh, terrific guy, good friend, uh, sometimes collaborator, Christopher Styers. Hey, Chris, how are you? Fine. I'm doing just fine. And how about you, Mark? Good. How was uh, how was your holiday so far? Good. It was a good holiday, although a lot of it was, you know, talking to people on the phone. Yeah. Other than face to face, but uh, other than that, it was terrific. Yeah, we had kind of a hybridized version. Uh, We had a COVID hybridized version. We had some people. My some of my family was in the room, and some of my family was on Zoom. And uh, opening presents that way was kind of it was interesting because the people that were on Zoom, one was not geographically close, but the other one was. So we ran over the presents and uh, and then we opened them all together. But uh, it was it was good. We had a great time. I enjoyed uh, I enjoyed the holiday quite a bit. So it it even. Yeah. Um, So we're recording this a few days after Christmas, but this is going to drop on. New Year's Day, uh, hopefully, if I don't get lazy. Uh, and I'd like to just, you know, uh, wish everybody a, a happy New Year. Uh, obviously, we're all looking forward to a better 2021 um, than, than 2020 was tough. On that note, I just wanted to mention, you know, we lost so many people in 2020. Uh, I started to go through a list of uh, just even celebrity deaths. And it's like Kobe Bryant, Chadwick Boseman, Neil Peart, Kirk Douglas, Sean Connery, Fred Willard, Ian Holm, Naya Rivera, Ennio Marconi, Diane Rigg, uh, Eddie Van Halen. I mean, the amount of talent that went uh, to the other dimension in 2020 is uh, is unbelievable. Um, Yeah. Not all. And then. I just found out yesterday, one of my, uh, when I was in my younger days, I was a musician, professional musician. And there was a time where we were looking for a lead singer and uh, had problems. You know, I think most Uh bands, uh, club bands fail because you can't find a great singer. We, we ran across this guy who was in a band called Sweet Thunder and uh, one of the most incredible multi-instrumentalists I've ever met. Uh, and he just died. He's, he was a singer, guitarist, songwriter, uh, did I, but I worked with him on uh, one of his albums too, as a, back in the day, I was called a synthesizer programmer. I was a, I was a keyboard player, but I also programmed synthesizers and stuff. That's, that's back in the day where you had to do that. (laughs) Today, you just, you just press a button or you, you load up a, 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 you know, a, a set of, anyway, it's, so uh, Charles Bowie was his name, and he was incredible. He was really – he's going to be – he died of COVID, uh, I guess. Uh, so, man, that's uh, – so you, you you look at the celebrities and you think, yeah, that's a tough – that's a tough – you know, we, we, we grew up with these people. But, boy, there's so much tragedy in just families um, going yeah. through this. Yeah. So to Charles's family and, and uh, anybody who knew him, my condolences and, uh, yeah. All right. So, uh, what are you working on, Mister? What are you doing besides? Uh, actually, let's go to what are you watching? What are you watching? Anything? Uh, oh, uh, good grief! 
Um, I think I'd mentioned, I don't remember now, it's all blurring together, mm. but I saw Queen's Gambit. Yeah. And that was terrific. And I, oh, good grief, Mark. Uh, because of some of the stuff on Netflix and Prime, you can see old series, and I've been watching some of the uh, pilots for those. Mm. And for some reason, I don't know why, I decided to watch the first episode of Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. Now I'm into the second season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's and, a terrific. That's a terrific series. Absolutely, it won so yeah. many. I don't even know how many awards it won, but uh, yeah, yeah, it must be in the dozens. Yeah, yeah I, uh, I, for myself, I've been watching pretty much the same things that I have been. But uh, when you and I are going to do our top five best series that we are things that we saw in 2020, whether they were old or, or new. So I'm going to talk about right. a couple of those things. I'm not going to mention them now, but um, definitely, man, it's such a, such a golden age for, uh, for streaming and television. It's just amazing. Yeah. Okay. And uh, he, you can find him. First of all, he's got Amazon page and he's got a Barnes and Noble page. Uh, but you can also yep. find them on ChristopherStyers.com. And, and just so you understand, I, I've made this distinction before, but I think it's an important one. Chris is one of those people who they actually make print books about. I mean, he, you know, God bless everyone who has a, uh, who has self-published and has found success that way. But boy, you yep. really know they like you if they make, if they're actually printing books or killing the, you know, so if you, if you object to killing trees, send your, send a note to Chris. <laughs> <laughs> we use recycled paper. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so are you working on anything? I mean, I know you're are you you're finishing up that script you've been working on, right? Right. I actually got to final fade out. Oh, okay. But I it's definitely a roughed first draft and I've got to go back into it and uh now that I've reached the end, go back and uh, do the necessary, and it is necessary, rewriting and tighten some things up. And hopefully, since it's a horror novel, make a few things more scary, I hope. Or script, not novel. Yeah, for a script. It's the not. horror screenplay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's a good point, though. A lot of times uh, you don't know exactly where where your story's going until you do, you know, hit that end point. Uh, it's called a vomit draft in a lot of circles where you just, you know, throw it on the page and, and clean it up later. Uh, yeah. But I guess as I guess the difference between our vomit drafts, let's, you know, be a little bit egotistical and. <laughs> And newbie, newbies, uh, uh, vomit yeah. drafts is ours are a little bit better as far as structure and cohesiveness. Uh, cause we've, you right. and I have been writing for longer than I think either one of us wants to admit. You know, one of the things that's great to work with somebody like Chris is he's just a good storyteller and doesn't matter if we're working on a script or he's working on a novel or a short story. His storytelling chops are really incredible. And I think. Uh, you know, I would I would assume, Chris, that's from all the years you, you've been reading and writing, but also, you know, yeah. just absorbing uh, other like you're a big I know oh. you're a big Stephen King fan, right? Yeah. 
but it also comes to uh, taking the right, and for me, it really helped taking the right um, creative writing or screenplay, mm-hmm. novel, short story classes. Mm-hmm. Getting in a workshop with the teacher with a workshop. Workshop yeah. and learning more about structure. Mm-hmm. And really find out some of your weaknesses that you didn't see before. You right. Know, no. Okay. I got to fix this. Yeah. No, no teacher can teach you how to write. That's, that should right. be a given. What, 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 what I try to do is just make people aware of what, what I think works and how it could work better. But it's yeah. definitely the, the workshop that, uh, that really. Yes. So, uh, yeah, that's a great point. I really do think that, uh, that that's the key. The key, I don't know. I, you know, they all, the, the whole key is you can intellectualize this forever, but it's not until you sit right. down and actually write that you really start to improve. And it, it's only after you finish that project and then the next project and then the next one. And that should be, you know, that's self evident. I don't know why that's such a concept. It, People are constantly asking, basically they ask me, what's the secret to this or what's the secret? There is no secret. You just, you sit no. down and you sweat, you get, you put sweat equity into it, right? It's, it's, uh. Yes. Yeah. Well, I can't remember the author's name, but he was a famous author who said there's three secrets to writing a good story or a good novel. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, nobody knows them. <laughs> well, I would say writing, 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 but that's where I thought you were going with that. So. Um, all right. Well, listen, we uh, we don't have any secrets to to uh, to pass on to you, but we are Plot Points Podcast. Uh, you can, if you want to uh, leave a message for us, a voice message, you can call us at nine nineteen scripts. That's nine one nine. Seven two seven four seven eight seven, which is a uh, Google voice number with a recorder on it, and you can leave an, a note or you know suggestions or questions or whatever. We we always do appreciate that. There's also a contact form on the website on plotpoints.com where you can just you can send me a note if you want. It goes directly. All, all this information goes directly to me, so I don't like Chris near it because who knows what he'll do. Right. With it. Yeah, I'd I also like to before I forget. I just like to do a shout out for all my co-hosts uh, over the year, like Victor Fan, Lorenzo Porcelli, Michelle Manu, Richard D'Alessio. Um, gosh, I hope I'm not forgetting anybody. Uh, of course, Chris, but um, hmm, I think that's it. Um, anyway, we'll uh, we'll have a, a even better 2021. So uh, I just didn't. I wanted to get that in before I forget. I may mention it at the end of the thing. So Alexa, so Chris, we the, the task was to name your top five shows or movies of 2020 that even if they were older or whatever that you discovered that you want to put on your top five list. So go ahead. Two movies, three series. Okay, one of them limited. I thoroughly enjoyed. Happen Leonard. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and I discovered it this past year. Mm-hmm. That was, especially the first season, was just great. Yep, absolutely. I enjoyed, I mean, there may be sequels, but I enjoyed the twists on the superhero thing that they did with the old guard. Okay. With with Nicole Kidman. Okay. And I discovered a slightly older horror movie that I just, I think I've raved about before the autopsy of Jane Doe. Oh, right. Top two. I kept switching them back and forth. And I finally went, uh, I finally got to see Bosch. 
Mm-hmm. And what an incredible police detective series. Right. Bosch is. Absolutely. And but but for my number one, I and it's an unusual movie genre for me, but I picked the Queen's Gambit. Mm, yeah, terrific. Um, great list, all terrific. And most of the ones that you mentioned I've were not new for me in twenty twenty. But I, yeah. I I heartily agree with with uh, I didn't so old guard was not Nicole Kidman by the way it was uh, Charlize Theron oh yes yes yeah. and I haven't how seen the I, how can I miss that you know and see yeah I I, um, I went off on a tangent no 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 that's okay um, anyway the autopsy of Jane Doe of the ones you mentioned is the only one I haven't seen uh, and I know yeah. you've you've really recommended it for me it it's it's a couple. A movie and a couple series, but uh, the Queen's Gambit is probably. I think it's on everybody's lips. It's obviously a terrific success for Netflix. There's a British series, an older British series called New Tricks, which is really I enjoy so much. Uh, and that was yeah. I, that I discovered this year. Anna and the Apocalypse is a was a. I just assigned this to my class for our Christmas movie. What a terrific film! Just unbelievably <laughs> well done. Uh, good music. Yeah. Good, uh, good everything. Good, good, uh, good everything. An older British procedural called Grantchester, which, which I had resisted oh. for a while because it was about a, it's about a minister, but it has, mm-hmm. it has such a great tone. You, you almost forget that this minister is trying to, is trying to solve crimes in a community where there shouldn't be any. I mean, that's the funny thing yeah. about British, uh, these things because there's, there shouldn't be any, you know, I mean, but uh, anyway, it's kind of like murder. She wrote, you never, you never should invite yeah. Jessica Fletcher to any party because somebody's going to die, right? That's the. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and then um, something I was really late to the party for this series, but I, I'm so in love with it is community with uh, just some oh, okay. just a great writing and great, uh, great fun. Uh-huh. So anyway, those are uh, those are my f- top five. I did. Uh, I am rediscovering Scrubs. I had seen most of Scrubs, but I'm oh. going back and watching it again. Um, and another honorable mention would be the show, the TV show Line of Duty, which is a British. Oh, OK. Oh man, that's so good. Um, the, the, the writer's incredible. He did Bodyguard. I think we've talked about it. Uh, oh yeah, that's yeah. But I, I that would have been on my list, but I saw it in I think 2019. Yeah, Bodyguard was really good. There's just incredible yeah. TV. So. Um, okay, so we're Plot Points Podcast. I'm Mark Sevy. This is uh, Christopher Styers, ChristopherStyers.com, also Amazon and, and Barnes and & Noble. His latest book, uh, Silk and Swords, just dropped in November with a couple more coming in 2021 and uh, even more success, uh, hopefully. You can reach us at 919-SCRIPTS. That's 919-727-4787 or PlotPoints.com or iTunes, Amazon podcast google podcast we're all over the place we're we're heading up i'm heading into my i i don't know if it's my 100th episode or my 90th episode i'm gonna have to check that but we're we're you know we've been doing this for a couple of years and i'm i'm still thoroughly yeah. enjoying it uh especially with chris good, it's good. Uh, always a great great oh, conversation I'm enjoying it with you too. well i mean it was fun yesterday we uh i we had chris i do office hours for my class where uh, in case somebody needs extra work on on their script or they have questions or something, they can come and zoom in. And we're all we're all virtual at this point. But uh, Chris joined us yesterday. That was really, uh, really fun, yeah, Chris. I, I, I really did. enjoyed it. Yeah. 
So. Well, I enjoyed listening to your students and uh, them asking questions on their screenplays and different things. Um, in fact, I've got a question for you, and it oh. came up in your office hours class. Okay. Uh, one of the uh, screenwriters was talking about uh, their hero and villain mm-hmm. for their piece. Mm-hmm. And it almost appeared that these two were not in direct conflict. Right. And um, shouldn't your hero and main bad guy be opposed and facing each other? Yeah, the, the phrase is diametric. It, you're, yeah, that's absolutely right. The, the problem was the, the villain was doing things that kind of tangentially affected the hero. And uh, it, it led, it leads, what happens is it doesn't lead to a softer to a softer storyline because villains are villains and heroes are heroes, but it does lead to a lack of suspense or tension. If, if you're not, yeah. when you create a hero or, or let's call him a protagonist, male or female, they have to have that. You have to be concerned about them. And if the villain is doing things off screen that don't have anything to do with the hero, you're, you, you have no fear. Um, imagine Raiders of the Lost Ark without the Nazis doing something that affected Indiana Jones or or Star Wars. If if Luke Skywalker wasn't put in jeopardy by Darth Vader. Um, right. Yeah. So it, it sounds like a simple, simple thing, but it's really important that whatever the hero, whatever the villain wants, the hero has to be opposed to it and try to stop him directly. Whatever the hero wants, the villain has to stop him. That's that's what's called diametric opposition, and it, it basically is just a fundamental. I would I would assume that Aristotle probably put it in his uh, in his. I don't remember, but I, I'm sure it's one of those things. It's just fundamental to storytelling. So, um, yeah. and and so after after the discussion, uh, you know, uh, the the writer and I had a, a brief conversation. And it turns out he he was aware of it, but he didn't realize how important it was. And once once we had talked about it, I think it uh, it improved his um, his his work. He'll we'll see how it turns out. We have our last class of 2020 on Tuesday, and we'll wow. see what, what what his pages look like when he uh, resubmits them. So, um, yeah, great question. Thanks, Chris. I appreciate that. But we're going to have to wrap it up. We're 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 working on I don't know how long we've been talking, but uh, it always seems like it's so short. And then I look at the the recording and it's forty minutes. Oh my god! Um, anyway, this is uh, Plot Points Podcast. My name is Mark Sevy. I'm with my my good friend and uh, sometimes collaborator Christopher Styers, who's an author, a screenwriter. He he has a uh, his own website, ChristopherStyers.com. He has an Amazon page, a Barnes and Noble page. You can find them all over the interwebs. And uh, on a personal note, Chris, I just want to tell you that going into 2021, I couldn't think of a better partner to have in any way, shape, or form. I really, really, truly appreciate who you are as a person, as a writer. Uh, and when we collaborate, it's always a joy. So thank you for all that. You're welcome. And I feel exactly the same way about working with you. Thanks. And yeah. even when we're not working on something together, 
Yeah, I enjoy that's true. your friendship. Well, we, you and I talk a lot, uh, not like yeah. every day, but we do talk. If we don't talk on the podcast or after the podcast, we talk during, you yeah. know, sometimes. So, yeah, it's a, it's a funny thing. Most of the people that I'm friends with today, I met in writing class, uh, or, or through my writing, which is great, uh, because it's, it's nice to share that, that passion. And of all the people that I deal with, I think Chris is probably the closest to, my passion about this uh, than, than anybody I, I, I deal with, even yeah. though, you know, I have some great students. I have some great friends who are writers, but you're you're like uh, number one with the bullet, buddy. Uh, so. <laughs> well, thank you. You're welcome. Anyway, uh, we we wish you a great 2021. Let's hope that moving into this year, it won't be quite a quite the uh, cluster F that it's been in the past. You know, and I, I think things will turn around for myself, for Christopher Styers, for all my co-hosts, and for Plot Points Podcast and OC Screenwriters, be inspired. Do good work. Should old acquaintance be forgot and never brought to mind? Should old acquaintance be forgot? And days of old exile.